Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive. Show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved medium. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Halt and Catch Fire. Today we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 5, titled Nowhere Man. Uh, Okay, bunch of stuff going on in this episode, lots to talk about here. First and foremost, uh, so Donald's calling bullshit on the, uh, <laughs> on the rover update, on the new rover algorithm. She is flat out calling Cecil and Boz's bluff that, oh, they're the ones. Boz came up with the idea and Cecil had the epiphany to do the code and rework the algorithm. The very obvious lie Donna's calling him out on it. Because she can sniff out immediately. Yeah, this isn't them. They're full of shit. That is a complete and utter lie. So she starts sort of putting some pressure on the rover guys. Starts dropping little hints their way of, hey, you know what? Since... Cecil is so great, since he did all this amazing stuff, since he's the one who had this epiphany and made this incredible code, I don't think we need to hire more programmers. I don't think we need to hire more people. Let's just see what he does next on his own, because it was all him. And, of course, Boz is freaking out over this. Cecil's freaking out over this. Everyone's freaking out over this. And then they convince... They they try to convince Donna, no, we need these people. We need these people. We need these people. Uh, Just to... We can get the pressure for the smaller things off of Cecil, and then he can be amazing still. Because he's definitely the one who did this. Definitely. Definitely. And Donna's like, okay, well, we can do that, but only if Cecil sits down with our legal team and starts hammering out patents. And you have to explain all the inner workings of this. You have to explain every little detail of the algorithm just so we can draw up a solid patent. Okay, that shouldn't be difficult because it's totally yours. It is at this point that Cecil, in a paranoid uh, frenzy, pulls Boz aside and is like, I, I can't explain it. Like, I know what it does, but I'm not sure how it works. Like, whoever did this and is on another level, we're in trouble. She knows. We're, we're screwed, man. We're absolutely screwed. Ah. So... That's where everything's at now. (laughs) And of course, who did this but Cameron? It was very obviously Cameron who wrote that code. It was very obviously Cameron who did that algorithm. 
Sabaz goes over to Cameron and is like, please, 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 just explain it to him. A few minutes on the phone. That's all I ask. Uh, it won't be behind, it'll be behind you immediately. And Cameron's like, uh, yeah, no. You said this was a one-time deal and it would never come back to me and it would just be a thing that I just do once and forget about it. Clearly you were wrong. Clearly, like, that is not what's happening here. F off. So Boz is just going up and up and up and up and up on this paranoid frenzy. Uh, just getting more and more and more and more concerned uh, about Donna finding out that it wasn't Cecil and was actually Cameron. So Donna, Diane, and Boz, they're all at this dinner. Diane leaves for a second... And then Donna and Boz have this frank discussion about the code, about the algorithm. And she flat out calls Boz out on this being bullshit. And the two get into a vicious argument. An absolutely vicious battle of words. And Boz is trying to defend himself, trying to deflect, trying to get her off of this. Like, in fact, flat out Boz says at one point, I don't know who you are anymore. What the hell are you doing? Like, why are you being so vicious and all that? And Donna is just mercilessly ripping into him. Like, oh, you have Diane's skirt to hide behind and all that. It it does not go well. <laughs> it escalates very, very, very quickly. To the point of Boz getting up, leaving, stumbling a bit, and collapsing. Boz... Immediately after this vicious argument with Diane. Has a heart attack. Now thankfully. Thank God. Oh my God. It is this really terrifying moment. Where you think. Oh no. No. Buzz. Buzz. Like you're just ready to be horrified by the loss of like. Everyone's favorite surrogate dad <laughs> on Halt and Catch Fire. Like, you're just ready to be devastated. And in the moment, it is absolutely chilling. Boz stumbling, falling to the ground. Uh, Diane screaming and uh, trying to, trying to like sort of shake him around, like, oh, stay with me, stay with me. Like, this urgency in her voice. Donna just sitting there like, oh my god, what did I just do? Uh, I literally just ripped into him and was like mercilessly tearing him down. Uh, I was putting so much pressure on him and all that. And now, I did this! Like, you could see on her face. And credit to Carrie Bishy. She does an amazing job conveying this. But you could see it written all over her face. What have I done? 
I just caused this. I may have, like, it is a real possibility that I just killed Boz. Like, and she is just stunned and bewildered and horrified all at the same time. It's just this brilliant, heart-pounding, gut-wrenching moment. And then, thank God, Boz is fine. Thank God, Boz ends up being okay. I don't know if I would have been able to handle that. I'm just going to be totally honest with you. And now everyone's in the waiting room of the hospital. Uh, Diane, of course, is there. Donna's there. Cameron shows up. Joe shows up. Uh, And in the middle of all this, Cameron and Donna sit down. And Cameron mentions the fight that she and Boz had over the whole patent thing. And then... It becomes clear, oh shit, it was Cameron. Like, Donna literally has this moment where she's like, hey, uh, you said you had a fight. What was the fight about? And then the slow realization dawns on her, like, oh god. It was you. And then, like, Donna, before leaving, literally says to Cameron, stay out of my business. Stay out of my life. So this rivalry between Donna and Cameron, this hatred, this animosity between Donna and Cameron that's been brewing for the, that, that's been brewing for the last few years, uh, it has reached a new height. Because Donna cannot stand... <laughs> Cannot stand the idea that Cameron swooped in at the last minute and saved this freaking company. That she's been dumping so much resources into. So yeah, there's that. At the same time, Comet very much feeling... The effects of Rover. Very much not doing great in the aftermath of Rover getting its shit together. Joe's looking at Rover and saying, Oh God, this is the next big thing. Uh, This is revolutionary. However they worked this algorithm, it is insane. It is brilliant. It is magnificent. This is where things are going. And it launches him into this huge, like, crisis. This huge existential crisis over what Comet is. And how Comet will, like, sort of pale in comparison to Rover and whatever comes after it. Like, he's like, I thought this indexing thing was the right move, but... What if search is the right move? What if this personalization is the right move? Comet's going to be left in the dust. Like, there's nothing for us now. And meanwhile, the entire time, Gordon's like, hey, it's fine. We're doing great. We're doing awesome. Rover's doing their thing. We're doing our thing. It's fine. Let us enjoy this high. Let us enjoy this... This peak of perfection that we've created. 
Let us enjoy this amazing workspace. Let us enjoy this great uh, professional position. Like, it's going real well right now. And Joe is kind of an asshole about it. At one point, he just yells out about how Gordon and uh, the the ontologist, Katie, uh, (laughs) yells out about how they are obviously screwing, how they are obviously in a relationship, how they are obviously banging on the side. This happens in very, very close proximity to Haley, which causes... 50 different types of awkward. Because, <laughs> like, the rest of the episode, Haley's just sort of backing away slowly from Katie. Like, um, I did not want to know that you and my dad were doing the sex. I don't know how to feel about you now. Like, it's kind of like that. It's just this weird... It's just this weirdness built around the revelation that, oh crap, my dad's screwing this girl. Like, it's really, really weird. Uh, So the cat's out of the bag on that one. Gordon and Katie are definitely in a relationship. And And it's cute. They have a lot of moments in this episode where they're just like this really cute couple. Like, it's really... Gordon's happy, they're good together, they have a nice dynamic, uh, it's, it's wonderful, it's absolutely delightful to see this blossoming relationship. Uh, but anyway, Joe's kinda stewing in his own crap about Comet the entire time, and Rover, and what the hell that means. And then the Boz heart attack happens, and on the way home, Cameron just flat out tells him, yeah, I I wrote the algorithm for Rover. That was me. I'm telling you because I love you, and I also just kind of wanted to see if I could do it. So I did. And it's just this flat out moment of silence. No one says anything. Joe's just sort of contemplating this blatant backstabbing and just doesn't know doesn't know what to say about it and it's this really poignant really brilliant moment where you're just kind of not sure what to think where you're kind of not sure whose side you're on you're kind of not sure how this will be taken. You're kind of not sure where this is going to go. And we'll talk about it more uh, in the next few episodes. There's a few other things that happen in this episode that are fairly minor. Uh, Gordon takes all of his journals of what he's been writing down, all of his symptoms and crap uh, of the brain damage. He takes those journals and flat out burns them. Like, yeah, no, I'm in a good place. I don't care. Uh, I don't need to document this anymore. There's no point. Chuck them in the fire. Burn them to ash. Uh, Tom visits Cameron. Gives her divorce papers, which were apparently in that box that got run over by a truck. Uh, (laughs) Hand delivers divorce papers, and they have this nice little 
cathartic goodbye. Uh, this final goodbye. This final, hey, we're not a thing anymore. Bye. Goodbye forever. Have a nice life. Uh, they have this weird conversation about apparently some sound, some weird sound they were hearing in the apartment next to them. That was just unexplained, and Tom finally figured it out. And it was just this weird parrot, chair, cat thing. And I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, Tom says he's moving to the suburbs. We find out he's having a kid. Uh, and they have this nice, cathartic, peaceful, amicable split. This final break from one another. Uh, that's really, really well done. That's really artfully done. That's very reserved, very subtle. Uh, and it's really, really, in a strange way, like, heartwarming. It's like a bittersweet little sequence. Uh, also, Donna plays Pilgrim and is getting really, really into it, shockingly enough. After everyone saying it's bad, of all people... <laughs> Donna is really enjoying it. Of all people, Donna is getting into the game made by her sworn frickin' enemy. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, this is a great episode. This is a really, really brilliant, really, like, just emotional roller coaster of an episode. It really takes you on, like, 50 different paths in just one short hour. And leaves you absolutely flabbergasted as to how to feel. Like, one second, it's, like, really, really happy. The next, it's tense. The next, it's heartbreaking. The next, it's uplifting. Like, it's just... It's weird how they're able to cram so many emotions into just this episode. Uh, it's really, really brilliant. And it's kind of like an... It is very much an oh-shit moment where you're like, oh... They're willing to go that far this season. They're willing to do that. That's awesome. That's amazing. I love that they're doing that. So, yeah. Hall and Catch Fire. Halfway through the final season, and it's pretty damn great. Man, we only have, like, one week left of this show, and then we're done. We only have one week, five episodes, and then we're retiring this series and moving on to something else. Cool. Man, this one flew by. <laughs> I mean, I know it's like a shorter series. It's only like 40 episodes, but still, I expected it to at least feel like it was going by slower than how it actually felt. Like, this is just like, uh, we're doing episode one of season one, and then, oh, we're halfway through the final season. Like, wait, what? How did that happen? <laughs> it's very, very bizarre how quickly we went through Halt and Catch Fire. Like, it's weird to do, like, a multi-season show and have it just be done in, like, the blink of an eye. Anyway, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows, and you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. 
Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468. And support the show, patreon.com slash thomasclark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Uh, or, if that's not work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. I also can't talk, apparently. Uh, on Monday, we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 6. Talk to you then.